Life Audio. Welcome to The Walk, a devotionals podcast for worshipers. Justin Rizzo is our guest, and he's one of those special worship leaders who's clocked at least 10,000 hours leading worship and prayer at the International House of Prayer in Kansas City. He brings us a great devotional today on, appropriately, prayer. Here we go. I used to feel uh, like such a failure when it came to my prayer life. I'm so excited to share with you guys today a bit of how the Lord uh, encountered me in this reality and gave me courage and strength um, to learn that encountering Him in prayer is a beautiful thing and something that, no matter how weak I felt doing it, um, was incredibly meaningful to Him. So it was uh, many years ago in January of 2005. I was 19 years old, had just arrived uh, for a conference event in North Carolina. And uh, at this conference, I met a woman named Susan, who uh, I would end up having a five-minute conversation with that would end up changing my life forever when it came to prayer. I had heard about Susan uh, many times before. I'd seen her from a distance at... Um, a lot of different um, prayer meetings and worship sets that I had led. And um, I noticed her because she was this person who would sit in her seat in Indian style and um, she would just close her eyes for like 30, 45 minutes at a time, like not move a muscle. Um, she didn't have any, you know, external charisma she was showing. She didn't shout. Um, sometimes I could barely, you know, see her mouth moving as she was sitting there. Uh, during the worship time. And I was so kind of like perplexed and drawn to her. I'm like, what, what is this woman doing? And I was also super impressed that um, her head didn't like bob down like she was falling asleep. Cause that would be my uh, typical thing that when I try and sit and pray and, you know, meditate on the scriptures, I, I fall asleep a lot, but she didn't do that. She would just stay in the same position. And so I, uh, I met her at this conference. She was actually picking us up from the airport, me and my team. And I said, um, I'm going to ride in the front seat and I'm going to plague this woman with questions because I so clearly saw something in her um, that I desperately wanted, that I desperately needed. Um, this connection that she seemed to have to the Lord in prayer that I um, really felt like I did not have. I really felt like a, a failure um, in my prayer life. I was so distracted um, you know, I'd sit down to pray and immediately, you know, all these things I had to do, um, would come to my attention and I would just get so distracted and I felt like I had to fight for, you know, five seconds of undistracted time of prayer. And so I was like, I'm going to just plague Susan with questions and learn everything I possibly can from her. When we come back, Justin tells us more about his conversation with Susan. Stick around. everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. 
Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So I'm sitting in the front seat of, uh, of this car. And I start asking her, you know, hey, I've seen you for, you know, so many times. You sit in these worship sets and these these prayer meetings and you just, you know, sit there. Um, you know, how do you do that? How do you not fall asleep? You know, and I, and I share with her how I'm, you know, so distracted. And, um, and immediately her, her response um, just like jarred me. And it was so, so impactful um, in the sweetest tone possible. She's like, Justin, there is never a wasted time of prayer. Even when you're distracted, even if you don't feel anything in the moment, I guarantee you that three things are happening. Number one, things in the heavens are shifting with your weak words. Even if it feels so weak, things in heaven are shifting. Number two, your heart, your mind, and your soul, they're being changed. It's not about a feeling of, you know, suddenly I have this, um, you know, this feeling of love or I feel, you know, whatever. It's like, you don't have to feel it, believe and know that you are being changed. And the third thing, and this one really got me, she said is God's heart is being deeply moved. And she shared a verse uh, from the Song of Solomon where he says that, you know, one look from your eye captures his attention. One look from your eye to the Lord, his heart is undone because there's, you know, billions of people on this earth and so many of them never look to God. She's like, when you sit down to pray to him, even in your distraction, even in your, you know, anxiety or whatever you might be feeling, you're looking at him. His heart is deeply moved. And uh, my prayer life changed that day. And, you know, sometimes a, a lack of confidence um, of God being pleased with me or that he'll even hear my prayers um, would determine whether or not I, I would even pray. Because, you know, I had already counted myself out so many times. So I was like, why would I sit down and pray? I'm just going to fail again. You know, God will be frustrated with me or whatever. Um, but that day really began a journey of confidence, uh, confidence to continue um, sitting before him in prayer. And, uh, and you know what happened? I was, uh, I was still really distracted. It wasn't, a, uh, it wasn't a quick, you know, suddenly I was never distracted again in prayer. And suddenly I just had the warm fuzzies all the time my mind would still wander. I'd still be distracted. But as I continued over those, the days and the weeks and the months following, I began to find that, that I would have longer focused times in prayer. Um, as my confidence began to grow that, you know what, like Jesus is absolutely in love with me. He's so, um, excited that I'm sitting before him right now in prayer. I'd be like distracted, like, you know what, like God loves me. And I would just, bam, I would just recommit and I get distracted again. Then I just, you know, set my heart again. And um, my weak love that I, I have to offer the Lord, that all of us have to offer the Lord, began to just be rooted in me as real love. My weak prayer 
is real prayer. Your weak prayers to the Lord are real prayers. Your weak love that you offer to Jesus is real love before his eyes. And so I want to encourage you today to, to have boldness um, in your heart, to have confidence in your spirit um, that he sees you and that he knows you um, and his delight is in you when you come before him. And there's never, ever a wasted prayer. We'll be right back with more from Justin. Okay, back to Justin to close us out. So in closing, I want to read um, Song of Solomon chapter 4, the verse I I referenced earlier, and then just pray over you um, for your prayer life. But in in the Song of Solomon, which if you've never read the Song of Solomon, um, I understand it can be a very, very uh, interesting, unique book to read. But uh, I encourage you, don't, don't shy away from it. There's so much packed in this, it's called uh, the Song of All Songs uh, that Solomon wrote. Uh, there's so much packed in here about, um, yes, about um, married love between a man and a woman, but uh, it's ultimately about the affections that our, our, our God, who's called our bridegroom in the Bible, has for us as we are his bride. And so in Song of Solomon chapter 4, um, God is just declaring so many things about what he thinks and what he feels about us. And Um, Again, I encourage you to to take some time and read through that. But I want to specifically focus in on the verse I referenced earlier, verse 9, and then also go down to verse 12. But in in Song of Solomon, chapter 4, verse 9, he says, You have captivated my heart, my sister, my bride. You have captivated my heart, here it is, with one glance of your eyes. And it says, with one jewel of your necklace. And that is speaking of where, where your neck turns is a movement of your will. Right, And so he says, one turning of your will um, away from perversion, one turning of your will to the Bible, one turning of your will to prayer. He says it, it deeply touches. One person actually says it ravishes the heart of God. He feels such intense love and affection and passion with one glance of your eyes. Now, again, if you've never read this, that could be hard to comprehend and hard to even believe, but I want to encourage you um, to take some time and, and meditate, even as I pray here in a second, meditate um, upon this reality, upon this biblical truth. And down in verse 12, he says another amazing um, declaration over us, his bride. Um, he says, you are a garden locked. You're a spring locked. You are a fountain sealed. And that's referencing, you know, in, in the ancient times, there was gardens, right? And there was literally um, doors where they would lock them where only the owner and who, who the owner wanted could go in and out, right? And he says, that's what you are to me. He says, you are a, like a beautiful, lush garden and you're locked and you're reserved for me and me alone. And so, Lord, I just, I just thank you, God for each and every person who's who's listening to this right now. And Lord, I just um, pray against all anxiety or um, shame or self-hatred specifically related to um, the life of prayer. Um, even Lord, I, I just pray against Lord, even this the, the shame 
of, of smallness where maybe someone's listening to this and they just feel like I have so little to give. I'm just little old me in little old nowhere, you know, doing little old whatever. And I just feel like the Lord has such pleasure over your life. He has such pleasure over the, the one movement of your eyes in the midst of your situation. Maybe you're experiencing loss in your life. Maybe you're experiencing um, great challenge in your life, or maybe you're in an awesome season and, you know, cause in both seasons, it, it can be challenging to, to turn our eyes to him. Um, Lord, I just ask that we would feel the pleasure that you feel over us. As you say in John chapter 15, verse nine, you say that the same way that the father in heaven loves you, Jesus, that is how you love us. Lord, I pray over every listener that John 15, nine reality that we would know the love of our father as we sit down to pray, as we sit down to read your word, as we love our neighbor, as we talk with a friend in need, that we would just feel your affection and your love for us, that we would know that you are moved by one glance from our eyes. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Justin, for contributing to our podcast. There is no wasted prayer. We're going to close out this episode with one of Justin's songs called We Lift You Up. As always, special thanks to Matt McCarty for producing and Lucas McCarty for editing today's episode. Jacob Fairclough produced our theme song. The Walk is brought to you by Worship Leader. I also want to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts, shows about prayer, parenting, relationships, Bible studies, and more. So check them out at lifeaudio.com. I'm Joshua Swanson. Here's We Lift You Up.
Life Audio. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? I mean, you are called by God, and aren't we all praying the big prayer, Here I am, Lord, send me. So if we put two and two together, you've got a message to deliver, my friend. Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, art to make, or businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. I use my mic like a machete, so if you don't like to get your toes stepped on or pushed off cliffs to finally jump on in with Jesus, I may be too much for you. But if you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com today.